Blog Talk Radio. Spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com With our arms open wide. 
he wished that none should perish. Yeah. And so we're thankful unto him this morning for saving us, the believer. Yeah, the Christian, the people of God, the saints of God, the children of God. We are thankful unto him this morning. Hallelujah. Beginning a new week. And we thank him for bringing us up until this present time. There are many who are not here. There are people in the hospital that's really sick. Yeah. Some people are on their dying bed. All kind of things are going on. People are homeless, hurting, hungry, all kind of things. But look what God has done for us. And so we're thankful unto him. So listen, we're going to pray the prayer of faith this morning. And uh, after prayer, we're going to read uh, our morning scripture. And we're coming back to talk about want it. Believers who can work, now hiring, hallelujah, are now hiring, want it. Believers that can work, we thank God. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus. We come before you this morning thanking you for another Monday morning. We thank you for another week beginning for us. We thank you that you woke us up this morning, closing our right minds. Father, you blessed us with the use and activity of limbs, our life, health, and strength. Father, we could be dead and gone. We could be so sick we can't even lift our heads. But Father, you saw fit to keep us safe from all hurt, harm, or danger. We thank you for bringing us together here to give you the first fruit of our morning here. We thank you, Lord, that you are our God and you never forget us, for you made us for your pleasure. And Father, we realize this morning that your eyes are in every place. You're beholding the evil and the good. And we come today bowed down in humbleness, and we are asking for forgiveness of all our sins and all our wrongdoings, our wrong thoughts, our wrong speakings, and our wrong feelings. And today, Father, though our sins be as scarlet, we ask that you would wash us as white as snow. Cleanse us this morning from all unrighteousness. And, Father, give us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us this day. In the name of Jesus, we come this morning, Father, asking you to draw us closer to you. We come this morning, Father, asking that you would help us to keep our mind on you. And Father, help us to prepare daily for your return. But we believe you're coming back and you're looking for us, your people. Help us today, God, to gird up the loins of our hearts and minds in you and in your word. Give us a hunger and a thirst for prayer. Give us a hunger and a thirst to read and study your word. And, Lord, apply it to our everyday life in the name of Jesus. We need you this morning. Father, without you, we can't make it. We can't make it. We can't do anything on our own. You made us for your pleasure. You gave us every limb, every organ, Lord, every vessel in our body. You gave it to us, every emotion, and help us to use it in the right direction. Give us what would make us do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you. Lord, we want to do what's right before you daily. And we can't do it without you. We need your help. 
Remind us, Lord. We are humans, and humans forget. So, Father, we need you to remind us. Fix our hearts this morning. Regulate our minds in the name of Jesus. Help us to be your people. Help us to serve you in love by serving others. Lord, help us today. Help us today to become like your son, Jesus. He come to do the will of him that sent him. You sent him, and God, we believe you're sending us. Help us to do your will today. Help us to forget about ourselves, forget about our flesh, and focus more on spiritual things. Because again this morning, you're a spiritual God, and they that worship you must worship you in spirit and in truth. And Lord, this is what we want to do, even in our lives, the way we talk, the way we walk, the way we uh, encounter with others. God, we want it to be you and not us. We ask it in the name of Jesus. But without you again this morning, we can do nothing. So today we cast our cares upon you, for you careth for us. We thank you for looking beyond our faults and yet meeting our needs. We thank you for being on our side today in spite of us. We're grateful unto you. Father, we appreciate you this morning, and we love you. I bring every call and every listener before you this morning. And Lord, in this season of celebration, I ask that you would bless every household represented. Bless every family member near and far. God, those that are coming through the archives, the podcast, do the same for them and their families in the name of Jesus. Give heart desires in this season. Father, move by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And Father, we bring those that are sick this morning before you. Ask, Lord, that you would heal. You took the beating for the healing of the nation. It's you that heal all manner of sickness and diseases. With your stripes, we are healed this morning. Father, we claim it, we declare it, we speak it, we feel it, we believe it in Jesus' name. Thank you for your healing power. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. Father, bless those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military. Father, we come this morning asking that you would bless our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere. Move for them today. Lord, in this season of celebration, open doors and make ways for them. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Do something for them that you've never done before. In the name of Jesus. This day, O oh God. Lord, bless widows and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people. Israel and Jerusalem. Move by your spirit. America and the leadership of America. Father, we ask that you would bless children. Send someone to plant the seed of you unto children. That they will receive you, God. And that, Lord, they will live their young lives unto you. And when they get old, they would have more experience to know you better. In the name of Jesus, help us today to delight ourselves in you. Again, help us today to keep our mind on you. And Father, we ask that you would draw. As we lift you up today, you would draw men unto you in the name of Jesus. For except you draw, they can't come. Do it today. Lord, remember Trevor this morning. He said his mother was a Bible scholar. 
And Lord, I know he don't understand, but he said he was fascinated. But Lord, I ask that you would save Trevor, sanctify him, and fill him with your spirit, the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, bless his family, bless his grandmother. God, moved by your spirit for these your people. In the name of Jesus, you made them for your pleasure. Remember Jerry Crowd this morning, touch and heal her body, O oh God. Remind her that you're the great God that healeth thee. Remind her that you even sent your word and your word healed. Remember Nikki this morning, O oh God, touch and heal her body. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, anyone I've forgotten that sent the prayer request, I ask that you would take it up today. And that, Lord, you would move by your spirit for them in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. We can't thank you enough. We give you glory. We give you honor. And, Father, we give you the praise. For there's none like you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your move already. Thank you for your presence this morning, oh God. Father, again, without you, we can do nothing. Help us today. Man is a pitiful creature, yet you made him for your pleasure. And Lord, help us today to look to the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from you. You made the heavens and the earth. Oh, do it today, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We thank you this morning. We can't help but thank you. You've done so much for us. And, Father, we thank you for all you've done, seen and unseen, knowing and unknown. Thank you for what you're doing right now. And, Father, we thank you for what you're going to do. Oh, we believe it's great and mighty things for your people. Father, we thank you that you know your mind towards us, your thoughts. Nothing evil, nothing bad. And that, Father, you're going to bring us to an expected end. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. And Father, again, bless the segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here today. Move by your spirit for the sake of your people. Lord, send a word that heals today, that heals mentally, spiritually, and physically in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough. Again, in Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God this morning for there's none again like him. We can search all over. We won't find nobody, nobody greater than Almighty God. So we're thankful today unto him. We're going to our next song of the morning. And uh, when we come back, we'll come back with our morning scripture reading. This next song is a favorite of mine because I stop and think of why I love Jesus. And the first thing that comes to mind is I love him because he first loved me. I love him because he looks beyond my faults and he sees all of my needs. I love him because in spite of Edward, 
he still loves me. I love him because he meets every need. And not only the need, but he supplies and gives me my heart's desire. Thanks, you know, a lot of things we don't even need. We don't even need them, but just because we want them, God gives them to us. Hallelujah. Pray for us as we come with, Lord, I love you.
Not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning, we're going to look at John chapter 3. And in looking at John chapter 3, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Many times uh, we may not understand. Uh, Sometimes we don't believe. And that's our problem in many cases. But this is what I know. God is real. Please believe me when I tell you he's real. 
He is truly a spirit. He is truly what they call omnipresence. He's here, there, and everywhere. His eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. The earth is his, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. God is real. His word holds true. But many times people, either they don't understand again or they don't believe. Jesus told him this. He said, if you don't believe on me, believe for the very sake of the work that I do. Believe because you saw me heal the sick. You saw me raise the dead. You saw Peter walk on water. You know I rose again. They crucified me, put me in the tomb. I got up. Went down in hell and conquered all and rose with all powers. Believe on me because when you came to me and asked me to forgive you of your sins, come into your heart and live forever. You asked me to give you understanding of my word. For the things you asked me to teach you, I taught you. I, I may have even used a preacher, a teacher to teach you the gospel, but I taught you. So if you don't believe on nothing else, believe on these things that I've done in your life. Our topic this morning is simply this. Want it. It's like a want ad. Believers who can work. Now hiring. God is hiring today. I know people chase after jobs. In the natural for natural pay. But we must chase after God. For position in him. Because no matter where we work. No matter where we go. There's always somebody who needs to know about the goodness of the Lord. There's always somebody around who don't know what you know about him. The songwriter said, what you know about Jesus? He's all right. On down in the song, they say, you can't tell it. I have to tell it what he's done for me. I tell what he's done for me. He brought me out the muck and Mari Clay. When I was losing my mind, he saved it. And I realized he saved my mind, not for me to go back in the world and do worldly things and fleshly things, but for me to come to him in the fullness and so that I could see the assignments that he gave unto me. Because before I entered my mother's womb, he had a position even in this life, for me to do. He had work for me to do. And once I learned, I didn't want to sit down on God. Mm-hmm. I didn't want other people doing their work and I'm sitting back uh, going to them when I need to get up and go to God. 
Because if we really want it, he'll make it plain and simple. He even said a bishop can desire the office of bishop. You didn't have to call him to be a bishop or choose him to be a bishop. He could desire to become a bishop, and God would do it for him. Why? The harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. But many times we see the positions that people are in and the way they're using the positions, uh, we don't want nothing to do with it. There are a lot of preachers preaching, I, I, I don't want nothing to do with their ministry and won't have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. And many times that's the position God called them to, but they're not living according to the position. They're not living so that people can get the truth. They bring a watered-down message. They bring a message of money, prosperity, and all these things. That when we stand before God, I can't say these are works that you gave me to do. I can't say that because it wasn't his work. It was mine. It was the work of the man, a woman I set up under that taught me this stuff. They didn't teach me the truth. They didn't teach me God have all power. It's all about him. He's a miracle working God. He made the heavens and the earth. I can look to the hills from which cometh my help for anything I need because I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me because I'm the head today and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. I done saw it too many times. Oh, it came. But it couldn't grow no bigger. It couldn't overtake me. <laughs> Why? It was a weapon, and it was formed against me, but it couldn't prosper because his word said so. I was just telling him this morning about finances. Just telling him how it looked like the money just go. But every time I need a bill paid, the money is there. That's him. He multiplies. He stretches. He adds. He'll subtract from where he needs to. And he'll do a fraction where he needs to do a fraction. Yeah, he's got all power. But many times the believer forgets. But we need to always remember, he's on our side. He's for us. He's for us. We're his children. We're joint heirs with his son, Jesus Christ. And if we remember, Jesus and God are one. No need in us because we didn't get what we want to fall down. No need to forget that God is. Because they didn't give me the position. I didn't get the loan I wanted. I didn't get the house to go through. Uh, they, they threatening to take my car. I had to get a lesser car because I didn't have the credit to get. No need for that foolishness. These are natural things, tangible things that we are going to leave behind us. We're not taking nothing nowhere. We're not taking husbands, wives, children, family. They, when we leave here, they're not going with us. Shantae said she always remember every tub sits on its own bottom. We got to be accountable for us. And when we know better, we do better. I can't follow what everybody else is doing. I got to get with God for me and find out what he'll have me to do. So Nicodemus told Jesus over in John 3, he said, now I know 
Rabbi, I, I know that thou art a teacher come from God. But no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with you. How many people saying that about us? No way she could do that. No way he could do that except God is with him. He had to have God in order to get that done. It's all right that we know. It's okay that we are witnesses, but he need more witnesses. How would he get witnesses? We tell it. We witness to others the goodness of him. Take our mind off this fleshly stuff. Let God heal us mentally and spiritually. And a natural man won't even really matter to you as much as it does. You could care less about that natural man because you're seeking natural things less, spiritual things more, and God is healing us mentally. Because if not, our mind is on what we feel in the natural. Let me tell y'all something. I know God giving me a new truck. I know it. I know he's going to give me a log cabin. I know these two things. But every day that's not my plight. That's not what I'm concerned about. That's not what I'm looking at. That's not what I'm seeking. I'm seeking his kingdom and his righteousness. And I'm not concerned about the new truck and the new cabin. I, I, I'm not concerned about that. Because if my ways please him, there's nothing he won't do for me. He won't withhold no good thing from me because I love him. Not only did he call me, but he chose me. And I know these things for myself. Well, Barbara, how did you find, find, find out all that you know about God and what you know he did and doing in your life, I, I began to seek him with my whole heart. There were days I turned the world off. I turned the family off. I turned the TV off. I turned the radio off. I turned the work off. And I began to seek God for myself. Mm -hmm. He brought things to me. He told me what it would be. And how it would go. And when I followed his lead, that's what come up. Everything he said. I could hear him speaking audible. And I know some people say she crazy. I could hear the voice of God talking to me. Many days I can hear what he's got to say to you. Yeah. Thanksgiving, I said it was the day after Thanksgiving, uh, we wanted to talk and tell what happened on Thanksgiving. I was at the table having dinner. A mighty fine Thanksgiving tradition of dinner. And we laughing and talking. And the Lord told me what to tell the nephew's sister that was sitting across from me. This woman gets up from the table and go to running and dancing. The rest of us, we still at the table. The sister next to her, he told me what to tell that sister. When we know anything, she up and she praising and dancing. 
He told me what to tell that last sister and her husband what was going on. Well, these women were serving us. Oh, my goodness, from Zion. <laughs> I wish she could have been there. And one of them, she was carrying her father's church on because I think her mom was sick and the dad had to take off to take care of the mom. So her being the daughter, she carried the church on. Well, God began to speak in her life. This woman was all on the wall. Of, you, 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 see, listen. What happened? Hey, I feel the spirit of the Lord move. Hey, thank you, thank you. What happened is when you're going through, the only way you know to turn is God. And when you turn to him, you got to wait on him. Patience is a virtue. You got to wait on God. Nobody can help you. Nothing can be done. Only he can move in the life of your situation. And you just minding your business. And he sends someone to speak in your life, in your situation. You know there's no way this woman could speak like this unless, what Nicodemus say? Unless he of God. Hallelujah. Unless no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. And that's what these people were saying at the table. That last sister and her husband that I ministered to, she said, woman, you the real truth. <laughs> I don't play games with God because he don't play games with me. And I'm going to tell you something else. If you're fake and phony and playing out here, he destroy his enemies. Now, that's the whole truth. She said, we have been so many places and in other words, the prophet and our prophetess call other people out, but they never tell us nothing. And she began to testify about what God spoke in her life. Now, you know, I know nothing about these women. Two of them I had seen before, but I didn't know nothing about their personal lives. Yeah. But you got to be willing to work. On my way down there, I prayed. I said, Lord, let me minister to my nephew. That was my prayer. When I got down there, he spoke in the nephew life and told him he would come back earlier. Because he said he wouldn't be back to July. God said he'll be back earlier. He said, no, no, I want to come back early because he want to make that money. But the Lord said, if you don't lose now and dime, he said, oh, yeah, I'll come back. Oh, yeah, I'll be back early to you, you see? Because we have our mind on stuff, things, the flesh, money, what we can feel and what we can see. But spiritually is where it matters the most. Let me tell you, because God is a spirit. And if we're going to be real with him, we must be led by his spirit. And Nicodemus was a Bible scholar, yet he didn't know these things because many times we walk in, in the flesh. <laughs> Excuse me. There are lots of people who say they are saved and all this kind of stuff. 
but they are not letting God abide. They are trying to lead and guide themselves. Have you ever heard people say, well, when I stop smoking, when I stop drinking, when I stop cussing, I'm coming to, when I stop partying, I'm going to come to the Lord. Now you may as well come while you're doing it so he can show you that he's a deliverer. You can't stop yourself. You can have a desire to stop. And, and, and some things you may not do, but eventually it's coming back. Ask people who lose all this weight for years, and then all of a sudden he's back. Without God, we can do nothing. I know people don't believe it because they make a start and they get a few results. But if you want a total healing, you want total deliverance, let God do it for you. He cuts it out from the root. It can't come back. Ain't no ground there. Ain't no root, no seed, nothing there to come back. He wipes it completely out. That cussing, if you make me angry, do you know I can't? <laughs> I was thinking the other day, I was like, my goodness. I can't even think of a cuss word. He cut that cussing out of me from the root. He destroyed the cussing demon that was in me. It can't come back. But Nicodemus knew something here. He was on to something. And after Jesus teaching him, he took Nicodemus on down the line to really share with him and let him know what need to be done, Nicodemus. The first key with God is to believe. I often share this every day. We must believe that he is a rewarder of them. He go to main key. Diligently. Seek him. Always faithfully continue. Never stop seeking him. He will reward you with wisdom, knowledge, and a great understanding. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. But we don't want to seek him. We want to seek everybody and everything else. We make everything and everybody else the God of our lives but him. And then we, we, we call ourselves gaining something, but we have stepping. Because we give this thing that we're worshiping more than we give to God. I'm just telling you the truth. And the minute that thing that you're worshiping is not working right, then you want to run to God. Now, he, he have your full attention now. Because what you were dealing with and loving so much, it, it, it ain't quite doing what you needed to do. So now you want to come back to him and try to get him to fire that thing up again. He make you wait. I'm not telling you what they told me. I'm telling you from experience. He'll make you wait. Mm-hmm. Not that he's not giving it back to you, but he's giving it back to you when you realize it's him and not that thing that you're worshiping. When you realize you truly got to worship, worship God more than that car. You, 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 you got to worship God much more than that job and the pay on that job. More than your husband. More than your wife. Oh, yeah. This is what you got to do. But we want to go another route and when things fail then we want to run back to God and be serious come on now 
He gave us the opportunity, and we honored him with our lips, but our heart was far from him. We had a form of godliness, but we were denying the power thereof. But when that thing that we truly want is not coming the way we want it to come, then we want to give him our all. But as soon as we see that thing is back, he delivering it back, or we lose our mind. We put more stock and emphasis on stuff, things, and people than we do God. I'm telling you the truth this morning. If you want it, and you want it to be right and last throughout eternity, get right with God. Don't don't have part time and don't do that. I think that was Stephen Wonder see on the song about the part time lover. Now God ain't gonna have that no part timer. He wants you all. He said, if you obey me, you belong to me. If you don't, you're none of mine. Disobedience is as witchcraft. Now, that's what he said. Hold it against me all you want to. But I was not there when man, when God inspired man to write it. But I truly believe it. Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. So look, many times people see our work, and either they don't believe or they don't understand. In John chapter 3, again, Nicodemus came to Jesus because he believed in Jesus, but he did not understand fully. They told me if you want the, the real deal or what's going on, get it from the horse's mouth. Don't don't get no gossip. Don't don't go somewhere where they have talking about it. And they got a few of the things in there, but most of it is gossip. They told me to come on to the to the source of the matter. Who who got all the answers? I often give this scenario. If I write a letter and send it to Dot, and she read it and she said, oh, I don't understand this. What Barbara talking about? Well, let me call Irene, because that's what we do. We call the preacher, the pastor, everybody else but God. She called Irene and said, Irene, do you understand what Barbara wrote? What is she talking about? Irene looked at it. She said, well, I really don't know, Dorothy. But I tell you what we can do. Let's call Barbara. Oh, they 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 cooking with gas now. It's gonna be fast cooking. Why? They get to the source. They got to the one who wrote the letter. She of all people, Barbara can. She understand and she knew what she was saying. So when they come to Barbara, she explained everything. They said, "Oh, that's what she was." Same thing with Jesus. No needing us going around the world. No needing us going around him. Go straight to him and ask him because he got the answer. And this is what Nicodemus did. Yeah, he was a Jew. He was a, he was a Pharisee and he was a ruler of the Jews. And from my understanding, he was a Bible scholar. And the same, this Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. You know, that's the way some people do you. They come by night because they don't want nobody to know they come to you. Mm-hmm. Many hit me up sideways because they don't want nobody to know they believe in what I'm talking about. They they, they don't want nobody to know that this kind of teaching, it, 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 it just can't be the truth. But I hear some things, it's got to be true. Now, you got to believe it all. Can't believe halfway in God. 
and the one he sent. Either you believe and seek him or going on down the street because things will get bad for you if you don't. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, this Nicodemus now, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Barely, barely, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Barely, barely, I say unto thee, to thee, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. We must receive the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. We must be baptized in water in Jesus' name. Now, that's what he's saying right here. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. And we must have the spirit of God. We were born of the flesh. It's going to be flesh. But we must become born of the spirit of God. His spirit leads, it guides, it brings things, all things really back to your remembrance. It'll tell you when to hold them, when to fold them, when to walk away, and when to run. The spirit of God does all of this. In verse 7, it says, marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listens, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell whence it cometh, and whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. See, we, we, we're not following fleshly things no more. We're following spiritual things. And, and everything is done by faith. We must believe. We seek God for everything. We don't step out on us. Verse 9 says, Nicodemus answered and said unto him, how can these things be? See, he believed, but he didn't understand. You got some, they don't believe and they don't want to understand the work that they see in you, the change they see in your life. Uh, God done sent you. God done bless you. You done overcome evil with good. You're no longer a liar. You're no longer a chief of thief. You're no longer those things. You're no longer an alcoholic or, or, or drug abuser. Mm-mm. You've been born of the spirit. But Nicodemus wanted to know, how can these things be? In verse 10, Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knoweth not these things? I told you he was a Bible scholar, but he didn't know nothing. That's because when folks seek God in the natural. Oh, you can do the homework and pass classes in seminary school and all of that, but guess what? Where is the spirit of God? Where is the impossible God in you? Where is this God that made the heaven and earth who don't need a seminary teacher? He said the preacher. But where is this God? I can't believe, man, I got to trust God. 11 says, Barely, barely, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know, and testify we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. Nicodemus, 
You say what we said. You testify what you have seen. Yet you receive not our witness. You haven't received the Holy Spirit. You haven't truly received this thing about God and his son. You, you have not received that God sent me in the flesh. But I'm doing spiritual things. Because fleshly things won't be pleasing unto God. That which is flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is the spirit. He said born of the spirit because we have to be born again. 12 says, if I have told you earthly things and ye believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? Huh? I told you about that fornication. Not only do you sin against God, but you sin against your own body. You don't believe that. And I tell you heavenly things and you're going to believe. I don't think so. 13 says that no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven. That's Jesus. Even the son of man, which is in heaven. Watch out now. Did you hear that? And no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven. Again, that was Jesus. Even the son of man, which is in heaven. Remember, he went back to prepare a place for us. That where he is, we may be also one day. 14 says, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up. Yeah, they're going to hang him up. But he's going to rise again. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. He going to go suffer, hang, bleed, and die, conquer all, and rise again. So that us that believe, we won't perish, but have eternal life. I believe all of this. He went on down there with Nicodemus and told, now this Jesus talking, all of this you hear. In verse 16, he says this to him, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, he's giving Nicodemus big knowledge right here. Nicodemus can get to know some good things right here, spiritual things, that would carry him to everlasting life. 17 says, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. But that the world through him might be saved. But when will we let God save us? I'm talking about for real. When will we truly let his spirit abide in us and we follow the spirit of God? We apply his word to our everyday life and we walk of God. He leads. We trust him with all our heart. We're not leaning to our own understanding. In all our ways, we're acknowledging God and he's directing our path. We don't have to go to the soothsayer. We don't have to go to the seer. We don't have to seek no prophet. We got 66 books that tell us everything we need to know. But when it's about our flesh being pleased and not God, oh, yeah, we're going to seek after some things. We'll go to Oprah. We'll sit up on Dr. Phil. 
because we're not truly seeking God and waiting on him. When he said patience is a virtue, now we need the answer right now. I need to know, Lord. And I don't need to know nothing, but God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, that's what I needed to know. <laughs> Excuse me. And in my knowing this, this blessing, Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, trusting in him with all my heart, that bless me because I don't have to stress. All I got to do is sit down and wait. When I got ready to get a house, that's what he showed me. And this is what he taught me. I heard you the first time. I didn't I didn't go to nobody else. I didn't go to my pastor, to bishop. And let me tell you, bishop got a gift too. Bishop is gifted. The same man I sit under right now is very gifted. I don't go to no bishop to my bishop. What you see about that house? No, I went to God. Bishop wasn't giving me no house. What I'm fooling with him for? God was giving it to me. So I stayed in contact with him. <laughs> Ooh, the one that had all power. The one who could do it overnight if he chose to. But he had a little bit more work for me to do out there. So he left me there a few more months. But he told me, I heard you the first time. I'm giving you a house. I just need you to wait. Now that's what he told me. And that was an audible voice. I didn't feel it in my spirit, nothing strong. No, I heard him say it. <laughs> After that, I turned over to the right side on that big fluffy pillar. <laughs> and I went on for all it was worth. I gave it my all in sleep. I rested well. Woke up the next morning, went on down to the store in the cafe, did what I had to do to them, minister to people, witness, whatever. When I know anything, I was getting a brand new truck. The next thing I know, I got the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. I'm like, what? They told me, go look for a house. I was going to look in my time. And they kept coming back. Did you do it? I finally went and looked. And God placed me with a saved realtor. <laughs> Ooh. Huh? And blessed me real good. But we got to wait on God. We got to believe and seek him. Stop seeking all this other stuff because you're anxious. The scriptures say be anxious for nothing. He going to give it to you if you can wait. But many times we keep on till we mess up everything because we keep putting our hand and we prolong the time. Not only that, we mess it up in a way that we can't get it. Because all we doing is sitting. Waiting on that thing, waiting on... Now, get up and work. Get up and help somebody. Uh, feed the hungry. Give somebody some clothes. Go and volunteer somewhere praying and, 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 and things. Go downtown. There's water down there. Pray over the water. That God bless the city. There's so much for us. Go to the jail. You can't get in there. Sit outside in your car and pray. Go to the courthouse, sit in your car and pray. Pay the toll, the, the, the fee, the parking fee, to sit out there and to pray. 
No, we don't want to give God our all. What we want to do is give him bits and pieces and wait for somebody else to tell us what God wants us to do. Are you kidding me? Now, the senior bishop in Alabama, he confirmed what God said. Now, he had to tell me I was an evangelist. Just confirm it, bishop, because guess what God told me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't have to confirm I was going to work unto the Lord. I knew this for myself. Why? I was in tune with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Seek him, seek him, seek him, and watch what happened to you. After a while, everybody going to know you seeking him. You just wanted an SUV. You come out with the Escalade. You you would just take a, a, a Mercedes. You came out with the big beans. Because you didn't put all your hope and stock in these things. But your hope and stock was in Jesus. And that's what you wanted to hear about. At that Thanksgiving table, boy, that's all I wanted to talk about. All that other stuff, it, where you're from, what you got, I don't care about that. Because people hyped up into stuff like that, you know. When they think you got something, they look up to you. Don't need to looking up to me, look up to Jesus, because that's who gave me what I got. No sense in looking at me. I didn't get it for myself. He gave it to me. Somebody say I work for it. <laughs> I did that project <laughs> with them people. Yeah. But look, 19 says, and this is the condemnation. Wait, let me go, let me let me go up to 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. If you don't believe in Jesus, you're condemned already. But if you believe, he got you. You're not condemned. And we don't want to be condemned by God. Take my word for it. He destroyed his enemies. Either you for him or against him. 19 says, and this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. This is why a lot of people can't give God. They all, they're still doing some evil deeds. They, they try to keep themselves under control long enough. So that God can see, I'm not doing that. But as soon as he release, you right back with your evil deeds. And then sometimes they still sneaking doing stuff. 20 says, well, everyone that do is evil hateth the light. Now, I didn't say it. You cannot hold it against me. And you can hold it if you want to. But I did not inspire man to write it. But I believed it. But everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. You're gonna, we're going to see what you done done. We're going to see what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. I remember the preacher tricked the woman into marrying him because she got pregnant in fornication. 
And so the church wouldn't know he was around there laying up with women that he wasn't married to. He rushed and married her like they married and then had a baby. All that come tumbling down. He went to jail and all of them. See, you got to get right with God. Because your deeds going to show up. And the scriptures say your sins will find you out. 21 says, but he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. You're doing the right things. You're coming from a truthful place. Your deeds going to show up, and it's going to show people it's in God. People are going to believe in you. 22 says now, he done taught the Nicodemus and everything. After these things came Jesus and his disciples into the land of Judea, and there he tarried with them and baptized. He went on about the fathers, didn't he? He said they had to be born of the, the water and the spirit, didn't he? He stayed there and taught them and then baptized them. What are we doing today? We done found God. Some of us say we've been with him for some years now. But what 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 is our ministry? What are we doing? For the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. We pray that the Lord of the harvest send more labors into the vineyard. But what you doing with what he called you a chose you for? What did he call a chose you for? Are you getting on about your father's business? Are you around there talking about somebody else's business? What's going on? Some people can't come to the Lord because they're too nosy. They can't fully come to him because they got to know what's going on over there. And what they doing and what he doing and what she doing. What they say, foolishness, nonsense. Let that foolishness go. That's your flesh. Begin to seek God spiritually. Ask God to come into your heart and live forever. Ask God to clean you up and make you over. Lord, I need the Holy Ghost. I need your spirit living in me. So that I won't be that evil person. Because God is humbling many people in this hour. A lot of older people are beginning to humble. Because they see the error of their ways. And I thank God for that because some people never see the error of their ways and go on and bust hell wide open. Yeah, heaven or hell is only two. Evil and good is only two. And I know we don't like to hear about hell, but it enlarges itself daily. And either you for God or you against him. Now that's the word. That's not me. So many times people see our work Either they don't believe or they don't understand, like Nicodemus. In the same John chapter 3, Nicodemus came to Jesus because he believed, but he did not understand. And if we remember when Nicodemus came to Jesus and wanted answers, many of us want answers before we were witness of the goodness of God. He's been good to you, but you're still asking questions because you can't walk by faith and not by sight. If I heard his voice tell me this, this, and that, I'm going to hear him again. If I heard him say, tell the woman to go on home, her check is in the mail, she looking for a letter, 
but I didn't send the letter yet. She may get a letter later, but she needed the money. I sent the check first. That wasn't the devil, and that certainly wasn't my flesh. After everything that day was said and done, he said, but I want you to remember, it will never be you. Hey, glory. It will always be me. It will never be you. It will always be me. Why is that? He's got all power. He know past, present, and future. I don't know nothing. I can't even remember things out of my past. Some things I can't remember from yesterday. Some things I can't remember later on. I got to write it down if I'm going to do it. His eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. We got to get there. The songwriter said, I want to be like Jesus. I want to be like him when he comes. For he's coming on a cloud, every eye shall see him. But I want to be like Jesus before he gets here. Me, I do. I want to be like him before he returns. Yeah, I want to be the cause that sick is healed, the dead raised up again. I want to be the cause that I feed the hungry. I close the neck. I go visit them that's in jail and prison. Huh? <laughs> Woo! I want to be the candle that sit on the hill again the day that can't be hid. Light shining in darkness. Some of it comprehend. Because the light is shining. The light that I'm on the hill I'm shining, it's leading to Jesus. It's not leading the barber, Jesus in the morning, or freedom doors. It's leading the God who can bring you out your foolishness, who can bring you out your wickedness. So many of us want answers before we are witness of the goodness of God. As believers, the main key again this morning is to believe, faith. Sometimes we forget even, even believers that are sick, that are that a loved one has passed, uh, we forget to believe in God and his power because we sick in the hospital. These people that gave us all these bad diagnoses. We don't know which way to turn. We, we can't even think of God. We think we're going to die. What's going to happen to me? A loved one passed away. We can't think of this. Go to God. He made them. And if he sent them on to their rest, we can't think of it. I ain't going to never see John no more. Mama, oh, mama. Mama was sick and tired of you. Because you were always harassing her for something. She needed a rest. Somebody said, that's cruel, Barbara. No, it's not. It's truthful. Mm-hmm. Some mamas get sick of their children. If they ain't in jail, uh, 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 they into something else. If they ain't not into that, they into something else. I'm sending them to school. They won't even go. They, they what Back in the day, we used to call it playing hooky. I done helped them pay to, to go through college and everything and taught them about Jesus. They came acting like they believed. Next thing I know, they somewhere doing their own thing, talking about something. Mama sick and tired of being uh, sick and tired. She ready to go. She mm-hmm. sick of y'all. Daddy, daddy sick and tired of y'all. He loved you. He did all he could. 
Oh, Big Mama, go. yeah, because you can't get no more biscuits out of Big Mama. You can't get no more pies and cakes out of Big Mama. You can't just go to her house and sleep when you're done messed up everywhere else. Big Mama's sick and tired of being sick and tired, too. Big Mama said, I'm going on and take my rest with the Lord, with the foolishness and the nonsense people put. The people trying to get up out of here, God going to take them on. We praying that they stay. People suffering and going through. That's how we are selfish. And if the world don't see you acting that way, they don't think you love the person. The world don't see you breaking down and crying. They think you didn't love the person. Amen. No more money. You can't go with the big mamas or mama or daddy and get no more money. You can't sleep on the couch over there a couple of days. All kind of foolishness. But I, I love my daughter. Love Louie. But it didn't make me break all down and wallow. Because guess what? I did what was right. Them people that y'all see up there with all that hollering and foolishness, they didn't do nobody right. When, when after you've done all that you can, you just stand. After you've done all that you can, when mama go on, you tell God, thank you. She's in a better place. She don't have to deal with this old world and this foolishness no more. But we're so selfish. we some selfish people. we praying, holding on mama, big mama, anybody who helped us, we trying to keep them here. Let them go so they can have peace and a lot of peace away from you. How about that? Oh, yeah. I'm here to tell you the truth, as Pastor Howell say, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. The day God is looking for believers who can work unto him there. He's looking for workers. There's uh, no point of you saying, oh, they won't let me sing in the choir in church, in the building. Oh, they won't let me preach. They just have different people up. Pastor preach every Sunday. He don't let nobody, no need for that. Look here, where I'm from, right on 45th and Mont Creek, you can just have your way. Right there by St. Clair School. Just go right down the corner and declare that God is. Right across the street is the gate station. Go over there in the gate, y'all, close to the other a daycare, that yellow daycare right there. Go over there and begin to talk of his wonders work and make known his deeds among the people. Pray and anoint you some olive oil and get on out there and get the work done. Pray and anoint you some water and get on out there. Somebody coming, if God sent you, if you're willing. I told you, he don't have to appoint a bishop to an office. A man can desire to be a bishop, and God can honor that and make this man a bishop with one wife. He rules his house. Yeah, all of that. But we don't want to do nothing for God unless we got a title. And we got to let everybody know what our title is. Everywhere we go. If you look in that video, you heard the woman say, Barbara, I know Barbara was videoing this after the fact. After. Ain't nobody telling nobody they know evangelists, not me. That's for the church people, you know. And there's a difference in God people and church people. Did you know that? 
Church people do what they want to do. They can even hell raise at the church. The people of God are going to obey God. They're going to apply their word to their everyday life. That's what the people, and we're not easy. You can't ruffle our feathers too easy. Because great is he that lives within us than he that is in the world. I, I, I don't have to be uh, getting all mad with you and all of that. No, no, no. He said, vengeance is mine. I even heard him say that if we in the town grow together, in the day of harvest, I do the separate. And sometimes that day of harvest come quick. Mm -hmm. So look, if I had to write an ad today, it would have a catchy title, something like Now Hiring Believers. See, because this, this let everybody know this is not for everybody. Because once you get the job, now the true believing, we're going to find you out. Because situations going to come up. You're going to explode right there, and we're going to give you the pink slip, and you're down the road. Introduce the company. You know, I would have to let you know it's in the hospitality and serving industry. And uh, we don't discriminate. It's for anyone, our company. Uh, we want to help any and everybody who's willing to receive the help. Uh, our company president, the one who owned the company, he's the son of the true and living God, Jehovah, that have all power. Yeah, it, it, it would be something along these lines. I would, you know, introduce the company. And, and the owner, uh, Jehovah, he have all power. He made the heavens and the earth. Oh, look at him. And then I have to write a general position summary, you know, something about the position who we are looking, you know, somewhat looking for uh, that kind of position. Because, see, uh, uh, it, it may not be evangelist, it may not be deacon, it may not be choir member, it may not be usher, it may not be apostle, pastor, bishop, it may not be that. It may just be a plain worker who works at Walmart, who can handle serving well, who's hospitable, who's full of the love of God, you see? Then I have to include a candidate requirement. Then I have to determine the preferred candidate qualifications. Now, once I got these things compiled together, that information, then I can post a job over there on Twitter, Indeed, LinkedIn. I could, you know, I could put it in some places. And then I'm going to get the best candidate. Because, see, I got everything outlined what, what's going on here. Jesus has already done that for us. He's now hiring. He has plenty of positions open. They pay very well, and the benefits is unspeakable. And if you want to apply today, I recommend John 3.16. Go to John 3.16 is where you'll put your application in. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so much more to it. Hallelujah. And, and, and then now, if you really want to know more about the company and the owner, I recommend you go to Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created. I'm going to leave it right there this morning. Amen goes right there. But he's looking for workers. He, he, he's looking for folk who are going to come out 
and do what he needs you to do. And and and, and I'm, I want to tell you this little part right here too. I, I I didn't know about the big positions, and the big position is is faith, and the big position it carries this love. I'm talking about a love like you never felt or saw before because you don't always feel this type of love, but it makes you do what needs to be done for those that appear higher shut up to be unlovable. That, that That's the kind of position I got. The benefits are great. I, I can't turn them off. It's better than a 401k. It's better than me working 32 years on a job and then I get a 401k. It's much better than that. It comes with more than dental, medical, uh, glasses, hearing. It comes with much more than that. Many times you don't even have to leave your house to be seen by the head doctor. Sometimes the prescription is the word of God. You don't need to pick up the prescription from the pharmacy. He give it to you right there at your house. <coughs> Excuse me. Because he sent his word and it healed him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm keeping it short. I'm keeping it short. I feel like hollering. But look. He's a head physician. And if you call upon him no matter where you are, he can come. You can be home on your sick bed. You can be in the bathroom. They could be done, took you to the doctor. But if you call on him and you mean it and you believe it, he'll come right there where you are and heal your body. Yeah. I'm telling you from experience. I'm, I, I, I'm no, nobody really told me these things, but I got experiences for myself. They said it was going to cut some toes off my feet. I said, Lord, don't let them cut nothing off of me. I danced before you with these people. I went on down the street about my business. A few days later, I looked at my feet. I said, wow. <laughs> went on back to the doctor when she saw me. This is what she said. She said, what did you do? She said, no, I already know what you did. Get out of my office. She said, now, come on out of here. Just go on. Somebody who really needs me, I got to get to them because you don't need me. Feet completely healed. It was oozing all kind of water and stuff out the top of my feet. I know him as a healer. You can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him this morning. When you go to him sincerely, he going to heal that body. Let me tell you, them old knees, uh, good morning, Apostle. Apostle Boatwright, them knees was clicking and cracking and carrying on. They healed the back. I went to him again. Guess what he told me? Get the weight off. Get on up and walk. Cut back on everything. I love nuts. Walnuts, cashews, pecans, um, all that kind of craziness. Cut back on the amount of nuts you eat. Don't eat no more sweets. And then this morning, he let me know, let the bread go. Even pumpernickel, let that bread, let it go. But when I, I let the fried food go, 
you know, because I'm kind of, I'm kind of, uh, <laughs> come, let us reason. I'm trying to reason. Ain't no reason to get the weight off. You know what? Put the weight on. Don't do it no more than I get the weight off. I love food. Get the weight off. He didn't say I couldn't eat, but I can't eat them things that put the weight on. I know what put the weight on me. Went down there to Georgia Thanksgiving apostle and ate a little bit. Was down there eating tiny and little and petite. <laughs> Came home, went to my friend Connie. She had a spread over there waiting on me. When I got there, she done fixed all kind of plates of it. Take it on home and come back. When I came back, she had fried fish, crab, tall salad, potato salad, shrimp, waiting on me. I love doing it for me. I can't turn. If I say I'm coming her way, I got a surprise for you. When I get over there, oh, Lord, this woman can cook, too. She's an older cook. I learned from her mother, and her mother's still living. Yes. God say, let it go. I got to let it go. And no need to keep picking back up on it. And look like everywhere I go, hey, I, I, can you make me some brownies? Mm-mm. I'm not making nothing. No brownies, no pies. Mm-mm. Christmas, I will cook for Christmas because I have to. You know, you got guests coming, this and that. But no, no, no. But before then, I'm not making nobody no pan or dressing, no sweet potato pie. No, you can't get it. Brother James wrote me the other day, telling me, uh, I forgot what he called me, some kind of barber he called me. Uh, I'm waiting to taste your sweet potato pie. Don't talk like that, James, because I'm not making one. I'm holding on to this thing. I got to get the weight off. The knees will stop, the back will stop, the hip will stop hurt, but you got to get the weight off. <laughs> God is faithful. And nobody is, can tell me he don't speak in an audible voice. Yes, he does. You done heard him. You just didn't know it. Well, I tell you, that thing be so soft sometimes and, and low. You'll miss it if you're not in tune with your spiritual ear. That's why it's best. We walk in the spirit. Oh, stop it. I say, Sion. <laughs> we got to walk in the spirit and not in the place. Now, you know, for Christmas, you got to have that dressing over there. Stop it. I say. <laughs> but just because I make it don't mean I have to eat it. Or I can make a lighter dressing, something I can eat. And then if I eat the traditional, as long as I eat a couple of spoons and not a half a pan, I should be good. Oh, he done, he done got with me and straightening this thing out for the new year already. And it's all right in Jesus' name. But listen, after God got through with Nicodemus, he got with them disciples and they went on. To spread the word and to baptize. He to spread the word so people can be born of the spirit. And of the water, because that's what he told Nicodemus. We must be born again. If you're not born to these things, I don't know what to tell you. And if God is not a spirit to you and moving spiritually in your life, I don't know what to tell you. We must believe. That's the key. We must believe that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. You can seek him and the car plays too. 
Now, if he tell you to call around and get the best deal on a car, yeah, but that's all you got to do. Don't worry about the financing. He got that. And when he said, go on over there to the Cadillac, get on over there. Yeah, I could have had a Lincoln Mercury back in the day. I went over there getting a Mercury Tracer. When he done opened the door for a Lincoln. But see, that's that flesh mentality. I can't afford that. You can't afford that Tracer either. Because unless I make a budget in your life for the Tracer, you won't pay for that. Yeah, God is faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning, Evangelist. Marie, God bless you this morning. And good morning to your sister. Rita, God bless you this morning. <laughs> See, uh, sit down and behave this morning because you're going to make me scream. You're going to make me holler. Good morning to you, brother Anthony. God bless you, son. God bless you. Good to see that 252. Yeah. Good morning to you, uh, Sister Rose Brown, my wicked, wicked, wicked. Good morning to you over there. Good morning to you, Pastor David. God bless you this morning. Good morning to you, my CR. God bless you this morning. And good morning to your sister Irene. And a good morning to your sister Dorothy Goodman. And I'm here on Apostle Claudia Boatwright. Good morning to you again, Apostle. God bless you. Good to see you this morning. And um, well, look at him, sugar put honey bunny. You ain't said nothing. Uh, you ain't said nothing but a word. You know I'm about that life right there now. See y'all, y'all. Y'all have to excuse me, cause she not only will help me preach, but when I talk about stuff, she really like. She get in there. She get in there. She got much to say. To <laughs> like that dressing. See, uh, uh, uh. But we thank God this morning, and we thank God for this faithful few. Thank God for us coming together right here in the morning to give God the first fruit of our day. I love each and every one of you. I have you in prayer. I think about you. You got to know it all the time. I might not say nothing or do nothing, and then appear I don't remember. But I think about you all the time. And a lot of days I just say, Lord, bless them. Bless them, Lord, with uncommon things so that they'll know you get for them more than they could ever realize. Some things God just do. He don't have to warn you. He don't have to tell you his business. He just do it. And when you're hanging in the right place, your blessings are going to come. When you hear the voice of the Lord, you don't harden your heart. You hear the word of the Lord, you don't harden your heart. You just go with the flow of God. Lord, she said this and that, but I'm trusting you. I'm trusting that this is what you're saying to me. Yeah. Brother Jermaine hit me up. I think that was Friday. Could have been Saturday. He wanted to know more about the prayer club, how to get in there. I finally sent him the thing. He got in there. Say, I'm in there. <laughs> Man, all right, Brother Jermaine. Yeah. Because y'all know he got a new baby and uh, some other stuff. And at one point, the school board was fooling with him, you know, laying him off and different things. So we keep him in prayer. Keep Brother D in prayer. Keep Brother Anthony in prayer. Pastor David in prayer. Yeah, we keep the men in prayer. Knowing that God is going to open doors and make a way for them. You can't be here and not be blessed. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. If you obey in this word, you cannot be blessed. you got to be blessed. And uncommon blessings come your way. Yeah. I know God is faithful. 
And when I hear to his word, he moves. And God had even sent his word and it healed. I said, Lord, heal me. Sometimes he sent a word. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm able to run a little further in him. I want to start after the show, go walking. Yeah, I do some stretches and and when I get a certain amount of weight off, then I go on and start exercising. Tone up some foolishness around here. Yeah. And it'll be all right in Jesus' name. Because I just uh, somewhat got lazy, got consumed into them groceries. Uh, it's not hard. You know, I don't have to do this. But now I, I need to do better. And so when you learn better, you do better. And just like the songwriter mm-hmm. said, God has spoken. Okay, okay, see, uh, God has spoken. Let the church say amen. So all I can say this morning is amen. Yeah, because God has spoken. Because he know I have uh, a battle with them groceries. He know this because I love them. He know I love them groceries around here. Yeah. But it's all right in Jesus' name. Because I yet shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. Mm-hmm. I yet have work to do. That's why I'm still here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, we bless you this morning. There's none like you. Uh, we can look all over. Still won't find nobody greater than you, Father. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm going to one more song of the morning. And... Um, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say this morning, testimony, whatever, good morning, whatever it may be, please feel free to press that number one. And I got to do a double take this morning. This was request. Well, I'm going to wait a few minutes and uh, when the person get back, if they'll let me know they're back, then I can play that request uh, that they wanted. They wanted me to double take it this morning. So. That's what I was going to do. All right, so let's let's get us something a little upbeat this morning. And uh, Sister Irene, I'm going to download your song. Sister Dot, today, I have not forgotten your song. I will download it uh, today and I get that in and I get that playing. Yeah, hallelujah. Listen, let's go to this one. This is a request this morning. Oh, come on. Well, what's... Oh, boy. I click it. It don't want to play. I may have to re-download it. Okay, y'all. Well, I thought it was in there, but I guess I got to re-download some stuff, and I'll tell y'all why. Uh, Blog Talk been cutting the food.
encouraging you all day long. Jesus in the Morning Radio with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, Sister Stenna, Minister Stenna. God bless you this morning. Order my steps in your word, Lord. God, every step I take, let it be according to your word. Don't let it be according to my flesh. Let me hang out in trusting you with all my heart and leaning not to my own understanding. In all my ways, oh God, let me acknowledge you. You're going to direct my path if I just acknowledge you. But, Lord, I need to remember these things. You Help me, Father, to remember that you're almighty God that have all power. And if I just trust you, and if I just go to you, take everything to you in prayer, believing, leave it on the altar and walk away. I, I heard people tell me this, and I was shocked. You say, leave it alone. Let it go. You always say that, Barbara, let it go. If you're going to pray what you're holding on to it for, if you're going to hold on to it, that means you're going to fix it while you're giving it, trying to give it to God. If you're giving your burdens to the Lord, I need you to leave them there. If you're going to keep them yourself, no need to try to give them to God because it's not too much he can do with your burdens and you holding on to them. That's what happened with a lot of people. Let me tell you something. In this hour, you got a lot of demons and a lot of people. I'm telling you the truth. And they are not going to let them demons go. They're going to hold on to them. They're telling you one thing, but they're doing another. I can't help you. And your lips and your heart not lining up together. Your lips and your heart line up together. God can bless you. Back to this. The earth is his. Listen to this. The fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Is there anything too hard for God? Not only does he hear you, he see you. Again, this morning, his eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. Mm. And let's pray and let it go. Once you pray, let go. Go help somebody else, please. That's what I do. I don't sit around to my Lord, you said you, in your word, you said, no, you said it in your word. I'd ask you to do it. Now I'm going to go and help somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take these groceries over here to so-and-so, or I'm going to pick up so-and-so and take them so-and-so. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Calendar full. I used to wonder about social services agencies. They said, well, we, we don't have it right now. We don't do it. I see why. I call for an appointment. Well, you're going to call back in the morning and start calling at 7. What? Because the calendar was full. So many people was in dire need. They was in dire straits. So I got to see this. I got to see this for myself. Because my calendar is full. Mm-hmm. All right, you think this Marie, we're coming at you right now. God bless you this morning. How are you? Good morning, woman of God. I'm just grateful to God to be alive. I pray all is well with you and your household. I just, uh, just had been just believing God for Prophetess Jerry, you know. That's not mm-hmm. what just my friend, though, my prayer partner. 
days that I be lonely thinking about my deceased sons, the things going on in life, I can always have somebody to talk to and pray with. I'm just believing God in this hour that he's raising her up like never before with a new dance and a new walk and a new talk in her life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I just thank God for healing all around the globe. And I thank him for bringing peace to Israel. Thank you this morning, God. I thank God for you, Ms. Barbara, and for what you do for his people. Continue to keep up the good work. We're grateful to God for you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, I was telling the Lord that uh, this morning, you know, I know you're able, God, and I know you can raise folks up. We got to remember. We got to remember. Because, see, if we don't remember, the devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. What that devil will do, he will come in and tell us some negative things. But well, you know the thing, we believe in what he said. Now, I got to keep my mind on God because I'm going to believe what God said. Not what the enemy talking about. Well, I just as well give up. They keep telling me this and that. No, they keep telling me anything they want. I'm saying it. Great is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. Yeah. So y'all keep Sister Jerry in prayer as well, intercessors. Yeah, we prayed for her this morning, and we'll keep her lifted up before the Lord. And uh, it will be all right today in Jesus' name. Now, Andrea said, I like seeing that number. I show, I can't help myself. I'm used to it. And uh, I like seeing that uh, 906 down there with that 434. That was your code. Yeah, that make my day. I'm looking for that other one, that other uh, 434 area code, but I don't know, and I need to check on her today, uh, Minister Shonda, and uh, see how she's doing today. But uh, I got a little uh, stretched out because I had so much to get done. But nonetheless, God is faithful, and I needed a little bit of rest, and I got me some yesterday. I was surprised. I didn't go to the prison. But this coming weekend, I got to be there. I can't take no more time off. I got to go. But um, I needed to rest. My feet was real swollen. Now they gone way down. You know, they look like that. And uh, I was blessed to get that much done. Even cooked yesterday. I was shocked. Yeah. I got a, uh, what they call that thing? Ooh, with the mashed potatoes and the vegetables and the meat. Shepherd's pie. Mm-hmm. I made a wonderful one. And I can have it. I just can't eat a half a pan. That's all. Two or three spoons and drink lots of water and I'll be all right. Because I believe I got food on reserve, Apostle. <laughs> I have food on reserve. So no need in feeling like I'm losing out on anything because I'm not. Yeah. God is safe. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Is there anyone else this morning um, have something they would like to say? Please feel free to press that number one and come in and uh, share with us today. And we are happy uh, for your sharing. Yeah, we thank God. So we're going to go and um, take a listen to this one. I'm looking for it right now. Uh, I know it's down here, way down here, in the song vault. So I'm trying to pull it out. All right, see, let me know when you come back. And uh, I'll get your song again. 
It's going to be a double take, a double take, a double take. But I'm going to get it to play. Okay, now, I don't know. I should know this thing by heart. And some days it just like I, I, it go away. But listen, let's go to this last one, this one right here. Cause we My have... friends, as you prepare your hearts and minds to receive this prayer, know that it carries the promise of immeasurable blessings, divine protection, and deliverance, all tailored for the month of November. This isn't just a prayer. It's a spiritual key to unlock God's abundant treasures for you in this month. Each word, each plea, is drenched in faith and hope, specifically channeling God's grace for the unique days that November brings. By making a commitment to listen to this prayer daily, no matter where you are, be it at home or in your car, during your commute, or in moments when you are alone, you are making a conscious choice to be surrounded by God's love and promises, to walk under His covering, and to experience His mighty hand of deliverance. Imagine beginning each day of November with a heart full of expectancy, knowing that you're not walking alone, but you are guided, guarded, and blessed by the Almighty God, such is the power of consistent prayer. And so, I earnestly encourage you, make this prayer your daily companion. Let its words resonate within you, fueling your faith and strengthening your spirit. Embrace the blessings that God has in store for you. Lean into His protective care and experience deliverance from all that binds or seeks to hinder you. November, with its days of transition and transformation, is your month of victory. With this prayer as your shield and sword, step into it with confidence, joy, and an unshakable belief in God's promises for you. My dear friends, November is a month that holds a special significance. It's a testament to the magnificent design of God who crafts each season with purpose and intent. Consider that it bridges the colorful vibrancy of autumn, which is a manifestation of God's artistic splendor, and it highlights the calmness of winter, reflecting His peace. As we step into this promising month, let us remember that just as God guides the rhythms of nature, he also guides our paths. Embrace this month as an opportunity for growth, introspection, and empowerment. Every new dawn of November is God's gentle reminder of His unending love and faithfulness. Each day brings forth a message, a message that resounds with hope, potential, and God's unwavering presence in our lives. Let us consider the trees that shed their leaves during this time. Just as they let go of the old to welcome the new, it's an invitation for us to release burdens, regrets, and negative thoughts that have held us back. By doing so, we clear the way for new hopes, dreams, and perspectives. Let us remember the words from Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope 
and a future. Just like this verse affirms, we stand in faith with you, believing that this month of November is destined for your success, peace, and deliverance. Even if challenges arise, they're but stepping stones guiding you towards your destined path. The month of November is a time of gratitude for many, especially with the observance of Thanksgiving in certain regions. So let us also embrace an attitude of gratitude for this month, whether we're celebrating Thanksgiving or not, being thankful for what we have, acknowledging our journey, and appreciating our milestones can work wonders. As the scripture says in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Each day of this beautiful month of November, let's not forget that we serve a God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In a world that constantly shifts like sand beneath our feet, God remains our steadfast rock. Psalm 18 verse 2 declares, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. So, as we embrace this new month, we shouldn't walk, we should march. March with the confidence that Romans 8 verse 31 speaks of. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Think about it. Who or what can stand against us when the God of the heavens and the earth is for us? We have received many testimonies of victory from our October prayer. So we stand in faith that November will even be better. So, I encourage you, my friends, to use this daily Jesus devotional prayer every day throughout the entire month of November. Listen and pray each day. Soak it in and watch how God will move in your life. Keep a journal. Take note of the changes in your life, in your character, in your relationships. When God's word says in Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11, So shall my word be, that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Believe it, my friends. Expect your prayers to be fruitful. Let's open our hearts, our hopes, and our spirits through prayer unifying our intentions for personal growth, blessing, protection, gratitude, healing, and deliverance. Let's commit this month of November to God. Let us place today and tomorrow in God's hands, expecting to see His divine intervention in our lives. Now, to all those within the sound of my voice, let us go to the Lord in prayer. I want you to listen or say this prayer in faith. Play it in your homes, in your cars, or wherever you are, so that you can have all the blessings of this prayer. Let us pray to our gracious and merciful God. 
Lord God Almighty, Heavenly Father, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords, you are the Alpha and the Omega. You are the beginning and the end. I come before you humbly with thanksgiving and praise. You are the God of the impossible, the miracle worker, the promise keeper. There's none like you, for you are great, O Lord, and greatly to be praised. Your greatness is unsearchable. Father, I thank you for the gift of life. I'm grateful for your unwavering faithfulness to me throughout this year and for guiding me through this month. I ask for your forgiveness for my sins and shortcomings. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness and renew a right spirit within me. I also forgive those who have wronged me, as you have also forgiven me. Father, I open my heart to receive your divine blessings this month. I am grateful that you are the giver of all good and perfect gifts. In your infinite mercy, Lord, I humbly seek your blessings in my life. Your word in Jeremiah 29 promises a future filled with hope. I ask that you open the windows of heaven and pour out your blessings upon me. Let my days be filled with the testimony of your favor and goodness, and may I walk in the light of your promises. Lord, as I journey through this month, I pray that every step I take will fall on fertile ground. Bless the work of my hands, and may all that I do produce abundant fruit. I claim the promises of Psalm 1 over my life. I declare that I will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, always flourishing and never withering. Dear Lord, every new morning is a testament to your enduring love and grace. For this month, I ask that you bless my mornings, and may I be greeted with fresh mercies every day. Let my path shine brighter and brighter. According to Proverbs 4, I declare that my path is like the shining sun, that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day, guiding me to the fullness of your purpose for my life. In moments of worry, doubt, and uncertainty, Father, remind me of your unchanging nature and your promises that stand the test of time. Like Abraham, even when things seemed impossible, let my faith remain unwavering, confident in the blessings you've promised. Lord, may your blessings not only touch my life, but also overflow to those around me. Let me be a vessel of your love, favor, and blessings to others, showing them your goodness in tangible and meaningful ways. Mighty God, the one who has never lost a battle, I stand firm in the confidence that victory belongs to Jesus. When I face challenges, let my heart be unwavering, always trusting in your victory. You've shown time and again, from the walls of Jericho to the Red Sea, that you are the God of the impossible. 
Therefore, every giant that stands before me, every mountain that seems overwhelming, I declare their downfall in the name of Jesus. Thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I claim this victory over every area of my life. In moments when the enemy tries to instill fear, worry, and doubt, I ask that you strengthen my inner being. Just as David stood before Goliath with only a sling and a stone, I stand, armed with the knowledge of your might. In the name of Jesus, I face my battles with unyielding faith. I rebuke every plan of the enemy against my life. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, for the battle belongs to you, O Lord. With you by my side, every chain is broken, every yoke is destroyed, and I walk in triumphant victory. As I celebrate the victories you bring into my life, may I always remember to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. For it's not by might, nor by power, but by your Spirit that I am victorious. God of all creation, I bring before you all my plans, dreams, and all that I do. I seek your guidance in every step I take. Your word in Proverbs 16, verse 3, says, Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. Lord, I commit all my endeavors into your capable hands. Every task I undertake, every goal I set, may it align with your perfect will for my life. Let my actions reflect your wisdom and understanding. Surround me with your favor as a shield, paving the way for success and breakthrough. Lord, give me the determination to persevere, even when faced with obstacles. Teach me to be resilient, drawing strength from you, my never-ending source. When discouragement tries to creep in, I stand on the words of Philippians 4 verse 13 and declare, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Lord, teach me to be a good steward of the blessings that you have given me, not just for my benefit, but also for the advancement of your kingdom. Let every success in my life bring glory to your name, knowing that it's you who equips, guides, and blesses my efforts. With a grateful heart, I receive the blessings that you have destined for me. O oh Lord, my refuge and fortress, in you I find protection and security. You've promised in Psalm 91 that you will command your angels to guard me in all my ways. As I move through each day of this month, be my shield and buckler against all harm and danger. For every snare laid out by the enemy, every pitfall on my path, I declare them nullified. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare that no evil shall befall me and no plague shall come near my dwelling, as stated in Psalm 91. Father, I cling to the promises of Psalm 121, knowing that your watchful eyes are always upon me. I rebuke every spirit of malice, 
envy and hatred directed towards me. Surround me, Lord, with your hedge of protection, and let your ministering angels encamp around me. As I journey through life, keep me from falling into the snares of the wicked. In moments when fear tries to overwhelm me, I will not fear, for you are with me. I will not be dismayed, for you are my God. Strengthen me, Lord, and uphold me with your righteous hand. Father, whenever I lay down to sleep, and as I go about my daily tasks, let your protective hand rest upon me. No terror of the night, nor destruction during the day, can stand against the protective power of your name, dear Lord. In all things, I rest in the assurance that my life is hidden with Christ, and nothing can snatch me from your protective embrace. You are my shield, my protector, and my ever-present help in times of need. I thank you, Lord, that you will preserve me from all evil. You will preserve my soul through your grace and mercy. I move forward each day, knowing that the battle is already won, and that I am shielded from every form of evil. God of strength and wisdom, I ask for your guidance to resist and overcome all temptations and trials. Whenever temptations arise, let the Holy Spirit remind me of your word and promises. I choose to flee from temptations as I seek to honor you above all else. Grant me the discernment to recognize the enemy's schemes and the courage to say no. I celebrate the victory that's already mine in Christ Jesus. Though temptations come, I know I am more than a conqueror through you who loves me. I stand firm, anchored in your promises, ready to face and overcome every temptation that comes my way. Lord, you are the Prince of Peace, and I lay down all my burdens, worries, and anxieties at your feet. When fear tries to paralyze me, and doubt seeks to undermine my faith. Remind me of the countless times you've come through for me. Your faithfulness is a testament to your unwavering love and care for me. Father, guide my thoughts and renew my mind. Let my meditation be on things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, and of good report. As I focus on these things, let the weight of worry be replaced with the joy of your salvation. I thank you for the peace that surrounds me, a peace that the world cannot understand. No matter the storms I face, I remain unshaken, because you, Lord, you are my refuge and strength. Merciful Father, Lord and Savior, I lift up my loved ones before you. Every family member, every friend, every individual, dear to my heart, every supporter, I present them into your loving care. I pray that you will send your guardian angels to watch over my loved ones, keeping them from all harm. In their going out and coming in, be their guide, ensuring their steps are ordered by you. In moments of uncertainty or danger, Lord, be their sure defense.
Let them feel your presence, taking comfort in your promise that you will be with them. Lord, even when my loved ones are far from my sight, let them never be far from your protective care. Shield them from the arrows that fly by day and the pestilence that walks in the darkness. May they come to experience the warmth of your love and grace and the security of being in your hands. I place them in your hands, Lord, as I trust you to watch over them with unwavering care. God of love and unity, as I pray for my loved ones, breathe upon us with your spirit of love and reconciliation. Lord, where there are rifts or misunderstandings, bring forgiveness and healing. Bind us together with cords of love that cannot be broken. Teach us to bear with one another, to forgive, and to build each other up. Let our home be a testament to 1 Corinthians 13, showing patience, kindness, and enduring all things in love. In moments of disagreements or conflicts, let you, the Prince of Peace, reign supreme in our midst. May we be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Gracious Lord, let our family be a beacon of your love, unity, and grace. Let our home be a place where love abounds, unity prevails, and every member grows in the knowledge and fear of you. Merciful Lord, my healer, my great physician, I come before you, recognizing that you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. In the moments of physical pain, discomfort, and emotional trauma, I turn my eyes to you. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. I stand upon this promise, asking for a divine touch upon every ailing part of my body and soul. I rebuke every sickness, every disease, every discomfort in the name of Jesus. I declare my healing, knowing that by the stripes of Jesus I am healed. As the days go by, let me experience your healing power flowing through me, keeping me and strengthening me. Let every symptom diminish, every pain subside, and every sickness be removed. God, my Restorer, restore me to full health, body, mind, and spirit. You, O Lord, have the power to restore the years that the locusts have eaten. I believe in your restorative power to mend and renew every part of my being, every system, every organ, every joint, every marrow, every cell in my body. I command to align with divine health in the name of Jesus. Let every imbalance be corrected, every deficiency be supplied, and every excess be regulated in the name of Jesus. Day by day, O Lord, let me witness a positive transformation in my health. Let strength replace weakness, vitality, 
replace fatigue, and wellness replace illness. I declare that I shall run and not grow weary. I shall walk and not faint. Lord, grant me the wisdom to maintain this restored health. Let it be my testimony of your grace and mercy. Guide my lifestyle choices, dear Lord, and let me not perish in ignorance. Let my body be a temple that glorifies you in wellness and strength. Loving Father, I pray for emotional and mental healing and wellness. Mend the broken areas of my life. Bring me comfort. Heal the wounds of my past and renew my mind. Let every negative thought, every anxious feeling, and every shadow of depression be lifted in the mighty name of Jesus. I stand in faith, even now. I receive with thanksgiving the testimonies of your healing power in my life. I thank you for the assurance of restored health in my body, mind, and spirit. I shall declare your goodness because I have faith that you are restoring me day by day. O oh Lord, my Deliverer, you are my fortress, and I am thankful that I can run to you in times of trouble. Today, I cry out for deliverance from every situation that seeks to bind or oppress me, every snare set by the enemy, every trap laid in secret, I bind them and command them to be exposed and destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against me in judgment I condemn. I pray for the strength to stand firm against temptations and distractions. Clothe me with your spiritual armor so that I can stand against the schemes of the devil. I gird my waist with truth, put on the breastplate of righteousness, and have my feet shod with the gospel of peace. I take up the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is your word. Guide my steps away from the pitfalls and lead me along the path of righteousness. Lord, Open my eyes to recognize the devices of the enemy. Let me not be ignorant of his tactics, but be always vigilant and prayerful. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every spirit of darkness, confusion, and stagnation that seek to take root in my life. Lord, I praise you for the victory. As a child of God, I walk in dominion, and divine authority, declaring my deliverance from every form of bondage. I stand firm, knowing that whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Mighty God, today I stand against every chain, every bond, and every shackle that seeks to hold me captive, every chain of limitation, every bond of addiction, and every shackle of fear. I command them to break and be shattered in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare my freedom and liberation from all that seeks to constrain and confine me. 
I pray for the strength to walk in this newfound freedom. Let my steps be firm, my resolve unshakable, and my faith unwavering. Every time I feel the pull of old habits or the weight of past mistakes, remind me of the victory I have in you through Christ Jesus. Lord, I give thanks to you for breaking every chain and setting me free. Everlasting Father, the one who delivers, I seek divine deliverance from the burdens of generational curses and negative words spoken over my life. I pray that every negative word, every curse, and every unkind utterance against me be reversed in the name of Jesus. I declare today that I am not bound by the errors or decisions of my ancestors. I break free from any chain that seeks to tie me to past mistakes. Lord, help me to put a watch over my mouth and be conscious of the words I speak. Let my words be seasoned with grace and filled with life. I declare that I am a new creation in Christ. The old has passed away, and behold, all things have become new. I walk in this newness of life, free from every generational curse and negative words. As I walk in obedience and faith, I anticipate a harvest of blessings that surpasses all understanding. I stand in this peace, anchored in your promises, and filled with anticipation for the testimonies that will come from these prayers. Father God, I know you are working all things together for my good, the good of my loved ones. Gracious Lord, as November unfolds its days, I give you thanks each day. This month beautifully reminds us of the abundance of your blessings and the season of thanksgiving. Lord, as some of us observe the time-honored tradition of thanksgiving, let our hearts be ever conscious of the countless blessings that you have given to us daily, regardless of whether we celebrate thanksgiving or not. In everything we give thanks. Father God, as the leaves fall and the winds change, let us not only be thankful for the abundance on our tables, but also for the unseen blessings, for the trials that have strengthened us and the challenges that have brought us closer to you. We are thankful for every lesson, every tear, every laughter, and every moment of comfort. As we gather around with our loved ones this month, May our conversations be filled with stories of your wondrous deeds in our lives. Let our homes overflow with love, peace, unity, and praise. Inspired by your love and the gratitude we feel, let us extend our hands to help those in need, to comfort the troubled, and to be a beacon of your light in this world. May our hearts consistently resonate with gratitude, acknowledging your hand in every season of our lives and extending that gratitude through acts of kindness and sharing. Lord, we lift up to you those who might be finding it challenging to embrace the joy of this season. For the homeless seeking shelter,
for the lonely hearts yearning for companionship, for those grieving the loss of loved ones, and for everyone facing hardships or challenges that we may not see. Let your comforting presence and your Holy Spirit surround them. Send help, Lord, reminding them that they are never truly alone, for you walk beside them in every season of life. Loving Father, I place my life into your hands. I declare that I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. Every day of November, I am blessed. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering my prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen is what I can say to all of that he had to say. And the prayer. And we thank God for it because we know God is able. Listen, I have a double take and I am going to play it again this morning. Good morning, Sister Jerry. God bless you this morning. And I thank God that we see that 805 number here in the studio. God is faithful. And that's what we got to believe, that he is faithful. He's on our side. He have the last word concerning us. And we don't want to listen to what nobody else has to say, no doctor, none of that. What we're listening to is with his stripes, we are already healed. What we're listening to, God sent his word, and his word healed us. He healed all manner of sickness and disease today still. Yeah, because he's yet all-powerful God. Hallelujah, Jehovah. We thank you this morning. So listen, is there anyone else? We have a few minutes with something they would like to say. Please feel free to press that number one this morning and come in. Uh, if not, we'll pray out and go to our last song of the morning, which is going to be a double take this morning. I love this song myself. Yeah, because God is so good to us. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this day for all you've done already. Father, we thank you for what you're doing right now, and we thank you for what you're going to do. I ask this morning, in the name of Jesus, that not one word fall to the ground of what you said concerning us and the instructions that you have given unto us this day. And Father, if we follow these instructions, we will receive your blessings, your miracles. And as we depart this morning, Father, I ask that you would bless our going out and our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. But I ask this morning that, God, you would send uncommon miracles our way this day, November the 27th, 2023, in Jesus' name. Heal the sick. Lord, we know that you took a beating for the healing of the nation. We know that there's yet healing in the hem of your garment. We know that you heal all manner of sickness and disease. Help us to keep our eyes on you and not listen to negative things. But, God, we believe your report. Your report said we are healed. We are filled and we have the victory. And no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Father, we are more than conquerors through your son, Christ Jesus, that loves us. Oh, we can look to the hills. And, Father, we are looking to you from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from you. You made the heavens and the earth. Bless your people today. 
And as we go into the month of December, Father, I ask in celebration of the day we set aside unto you, that God, you would bless your people fruitfully, that God, you would send uncommon miracles, uncommon favor, and uncommon blessings. The Lord, whatever they desire to do to celebrate, God, you would send it their way. Those that they want to bless, God, you will open doors so they are able to bless. The things that they want to bless themselves with, God, you will send and make ways that they are able to do that in the name of Jesus. Let none of us go into debt, but that, God, we are able to buy what we want and what we need in the name of Jesus. Let us share with others in this celebration season. Lord, let us feed the hungry. Let us give to the poor. Father, let us give clothes and shoes and do whatever we can to help others in celebration of you. In the name of Jesus. But Father, you come giving and we want to give. In the precious name of Jesus, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank him today. So this is a double shot. So we're going to this one. This next song is a favorite of mine because... I stop and think of why I love Jesus. And the first thing that comes to mind is I love him because he first loved me. I love him because he looked beyond my faults and he sees all of my needs. I love him because in spite of Edward, he still loves me. I love him because he meets every need. And not only the need, but he supplies and gives me my heart's desire. Saints, you know, a lot of things we don't even need. We don't even need them, but just because we want them, God gives them to us. Hallelujah. Pray for us as we come with, Lord, I love you. I really praise you. I really 
you are.